So after just coming home from 10 days in Hawaii, like I love Wade's dad, my father-in-law. He's amazing. We stayed with him, but I'm not going to lie. His guest bed mattress freaking sucks. Like we came home and I was like, I cannot wait to starfish on my avocado mattress. I love our mattress so much. And when you think of it, you spend one third of your life sleeping. You spend one third of your life on a mattress. So it is so crucial what you sleep on. Like you're breathing in those fibers and those glues and those whatever is made up of your mattress. Like you want to make sure you're sleeping on something clean. So if you're in the market for a new mattress, we love our avocado mattress. It's organic. It's vegan. It's made of the highest source materials. It's amazing. It's so comfortable. It's literally like sleeping on a cloud. I'm obsessed. We've had it for like three years and we've told so many friends about it. It's the best. And they even have like baby mattresses and crib mattresses and stuff like that. So definitely check it out in the show notes. If you are in the market for a mattress, you will sleep like a baby. Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in, getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. I think we all have this concept, this idea that we just want more time in our life. Oh, I just wish I had more time. I wish I had more free time. I just, I'm so busy, I want time. And what we're seeking, it isn't actually more time. It's more time in alignment. It's more time in alignment with our soul and what we want to do with our purpose, with a passion, with a calling, with our family, with what lights us up. It's time in alignment. When you spend your time doing those things, you aren't seeking more time. You're just fired up and excited on life. When you spend a lot of time doing things that aren't in alignment, you seek more time because you're just bored, you're at a, you know, a job you don't like or whatever it is you're doing, you're like, gosh, I wish I wasn't here. I wish I had more free time to do whatever I want. But here's the thing. If you have an abundance of free time, let's just say you could do whatever you want whenever you wanted. It would be cool for a bit, but eventually you'd get sick and tired of being on the beach, maybe with a Corona in your hand, you'd be like, Okay, there's more to it. I got I got to get busy. I got to do things. I got to fill up my day, fill up my calendar, fill up my schedule. Like it's not time we're seeking, it's the time in alignment. I love this topic. And I totally relate to it. When there's been times that I'm like, "Oh, I need more time or I'm stressed or this or that." What is my day filled with? It's things that are contributing to energy leaks, you know? I don't know, chores or things that are like a drain or that aren't in my zone of genius or like responding to things. Putting the or clothes away, which we did yesterday away. morning. But hey, we did a good job with that. I know we did. It's because you know what is helpful with like tasks around the house? It's yeah. literally setting a timer of 10 minutes. It's almost competitive. It's like how much can we get done in 10 yeah. minutes? But no, like I love this alignment. So what makes you feel aligned? How can you spend more time doing things that make you feel aligned so you feel like there's an abundance of time? I'll give you an example. Let's hear it. Last night, Sandy and I were on the couch 
And this is a time typically spent by, let's just say, on average, the average American is probably Netflix and chilling, or they're sleeping, or... They're out. They're out. Yeah, they're out. It's a thirsty Thursday. At a wine bar. Yeah, they're doing something. And don't get us wrong. We've done all those things. Yeah. Life's about sometimes going to the wine bar late on a Thursday night. Sometimes you got to Netflix and chill. Sometimes you get to sleep early. But we are working. And we, we didn't even realize it. We were like, whoa. I mean, Sandy's, you know was doing some stuff. I was doing some stuff. And we re- we kind of realized like, wow, it's 1030 and we're working. And it doesn't feel like it used to though. We didn't, when we were working for other people, Sandy was working in real estate. I was working in finance. Like it, it didn't happen a lot. But when I had to work at 1030 at night, I was pissed. And I, I remember I said that and Sandy started chuckling like you were pissed. And but it's because it wasn't in alignment. Yeah, it was. I'm doing something that someone else asked me to do for their business, something I'm not particularly passionate about. I'm just doing so I can keep my job, so I can keep paying my bills, so I can keep going to work, and so I can keep paying my bills and keep the same thing over and over again. And in the shift into entrepreneurship, typically you shift into entrepreneurship for a few things. You think it's time freedom because all of a sudden you have more control and autonomy over your time and how you choose to spend it. But what you realize is as an entrepreneur, especially if you're working in something that you're passionate about, or even you might not even passionate about the actual product or service, but the vision, the vehicle that it is, and the vision you have, you're probably really passionate about the vision, what it can create for you because it be, it, it, entrepreneurship can make you the CEO of your own life where you wake up every day and you're like, what do I want to do today? And obviously, if we choose enough to just sit on the beach and whatever, that business probably isn't going to do very well. But when you're working in something that you're passionate about and that feels in alignment with you, you don't even notice when you're like, oh my gosh, it's 1030 and we're kind of moving some balls forward. Because all of a sudden, your time, you get to kind of decide what's going on. And you're like, I want to move this forward. I want to do this. Yeah, I could totally be chilling here and watching Netflix. But what if I move this ball forward? Like, and it's something that you're passionate about. So you don't even realize. So you end up probably working more as an entrepreneur, but it's time in alignment and the the freedom of time, the autonomy you have over your schedule where you can all of a sudden say, you know what, I'm dropping everything and I'm taking Cam on a walk to the park and we're going to go play for the next few hours and we're going to picnic and go on a lunch or whatever it is. Or Sandy, let's go on a date. Like the freedom to be able to do that. People aren't seeking more time. They're seeking personal freedom. So good. It's that compounding effect too, you know, like- you know, the whole concept, we've talked about it here on the podcast. I forget which episode it was, but it was early on, like the penny compounding, mm, yeah. like a penny a day doubling versus a million dollars up front. Which mm-hmm. one would you choose? Mm-hmm. Most people would say a million dollars because they don't understand the concept of compounding and don't realize a penny a day doubling for 30 days ends up being, what is it? $10 million. Yeah. So it's that same thing. For a month. Yeah. For, yeah, for 30 month, or 31 30 days. days. I forget. But people just see short-term thinking, oh my God, million dollars, penny, ha ha, duh, million dollars. They don't, they don't understand the big picture. That's how I think of entrepreneurship too. It's not, um, we don't work on the weekends. We don't, you know, oh no, protect family time. No, no, no. Like, yes, we value family time. We value personal time. We value, you know, self-care. We value working out. We value eating right. We value all those things. We still do all the things, but we also know like little things need to be done every single day. If we had the mentality, like an employee mindset of, oh, I only work Monday through Friday, I take the weekends off, then we wouldn't be in a space where, like, if you think about that, that'd be what, eight to 12 days off per month. 
Mm-hmm. Like we wouldn't be in a space where the business is compounding and duplicating and helping so many people because we would have limits around when we're available. So I think it's huge to be mindful of what feels good, what feels in alignment. It's not like we work 10 hours a day, seven days a week, but I I don't think there's a day we don't work. Yeah. And I also want to empower that is seasonal, right? That's a season. That's a chapter we're in. The goal of building a business is not to work seven days a week, the rest of your life, unless it's literally something you would do for free and you want to do, which I think ours is, I don't imagine working at seven days a week for the entirety of the rest of my life. But when it's something you're passionate about doing, you're not doing it for the money anymore. You choose when you want to do it, but also it just let's, let's zoom out and focus on business. The goal of building a business is first you start, you're an entrepreneur, you're the founder, you're the CEO, you're the janitor, you're the everything, you do everything. And then as you start to grow and build it, you can delegate some, but you're still working in the business. You're self-employed because you're working in the business. You become a, a business, and this is kind of the cash flow quadrant. When you work, when you, being self-employed, all of a sudden you're a business owner. You're an owner, not an operator of the business. And how you shift there is you build systems, you build organization, you build leadership, you build all these things where it can run without you. You can go away to Europe for a month and your business isn't going to fall off a cliff. You can do these things. So the the entrepreneurship, like it definitely starts out and there's chapters of I'm in this, I'm involved every day building this. And then there's a goal of I'm going to become the owner and literally pick and choose my spots where and when I want to work and do what I'm passionate about because it's running without me. And then, you know, the last section is I'm an investor. I might just own the business and I'm invested in it and it's running and I'm making profits. But that that's kind of a different tangent. But yeah, there's, you know, if you aren't where you want to be and you're an entrepreneur and you aren't working seven days a week, that's something to evaluate. And hey, if you want to take Sundays off as your rest and recharge day, you figure out what works for you. And work six days a week. And it doesn't mean on Saturdays and Sundays you're crushing it from eight to six. It's like, no, move a ball forward an hour here, 20 minutes there, whatever it looks like. What's something you can do every single day to move your business forward, to move your marriage forward, to move your relationship forward, to move your self-care forward, to move your, like all the different elements of life, like those four pillars we talk about, health, wealth, love, happiness. What's something you can do every day? to move everything forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's and how you're going to feel aligned. That's how you're going to feel like, wow, I love how I'm spending my time because you're actually carving out time every day to check off boxes in different areas. Here's the next place my brain goes in the, in the talking about alignment. There's a difference between just activity and aligned action, right? Where activity is just movement. We can't mistake movement busy, for busy, progress. Busy, we can't right? mistake, yeah, just putting together a to-do list and a checklist to do that day that's just going to fill your day. Like you're literally just filling your day and, and filling your day with busyness. Are these things the most important things? Are they aligned action towards the end result you want? Where What, what we must do is focus when we're making a to-do list or what were we going to do today? Focus on the result. What result do I want out of this this year, this quarter, this month, this week, this day, we can chunk it all the way down. What result do I want? Let me start with the end in mind, the result, 
And then let me work backwards. What is my most aligned action there? Not just like, okay, it's nine. I better start working my business. Okay, what should I do? Go live or, um, or uh, okay, I got to reach out to some people, make some sales calls or send emails. Like that, so those are good things. But, or am I just thinking about my business, thinking about doing it? Am I just doing just the personal development side and not any of the action, the income producing activities? So, Starting with what result do I want and then working backwards into aligned action. Are you taking just action? Are you spraying and firing with a shotgun, hoping and praying you hit something? Or are you taking aligned action, a more focused approach, a sniper approach? Like I know what I want and I know the actions I have to take to get there and I'm going to take those actions. So that your actions being in alignment are just as important. And when your actions are in alignment with the goals that you have, hopefully the goals you have or the vision you have for your life and you're spending time in alignment because you're moving that why that vision is pulling you towards it and you're doing something you're excited about. And all of a sudden you find it's 1030. You're like, oh, we better go to bed soon. I mean, gosh, we, we're going to get up tomorrow and do the same thing. And this is really exciting. Yeah. Sorry, that was a flow state thing. So I would say with that, oh, I just lost my train of thought. What I was going to say was something around, let's see, brain, 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 brain. Align, I, I align really, time, I really action. work on not interrupting you. This is the difference. If Wade had something to say while I was in a flow state, I would have gotten cut off. No, you wouldn't have. Don't mm, put that on no, me. No, seven out of 10 times. And that's not true. You're working on it. It's a great thing you're working I'm on. I'm working on it three out of 10. So, but I won't interrupt, but then I'll forget what I'm saying. So anyway, it obviously wasn't important. My biggest thing though is like when something comes into my brain, I all of a sudden focus on it and I stop listening. Yeah. I actually am doing a lot better at not cutting off, but all of a sudden I'm like, oh gosh, what did she just say? But you get this look in your eyes. It's like oh, a totally deer in the headlights. Over. And I'm like, he literally didn't hear the past 60 seconds. Can we, he can't wait to talk. Can we side profile of when we're in a conversation with like someone and you can tell when I get zoned out and like that whole thing. What do you want me to say? <laughs> just it's, tell it's just horrific. Share it. Just share it. It's oh my funny. gosh. People like the behind the scenes. I mean, when someone starts going on and on super detailed about something like recently someone was going really, really, really into detail about her. I won't say exactly what it was, but it was, um, it was a general was, concept. Yeah. It was about the exact one. Yeah. It was about baby wipes and it was so specific about baby wipes. <laughs> and it was like 25 minutes of her talking about the texture and the moisture oh, levels yes, I remember and the, this, this and it wasn't that. baby wipes. We're just using that. I'm yeah. just, it was very close. And it was like this whole thing. And Wade's eyes were glazed over. Like he looked like he was about to fall asleep. <laughs> and I'm like literally kicking him. Like, and he like realized that I'm telling him like, yo, like act like you have a freaking pulse. And so he's like, oh yeah. So how did you do that? I'm like, baby, that's what she just told us. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah. No, what I meant was, and then he asked some other question, which she also had just reviewed, but he literally wasn't listening because he was glazed over. You know, <laughs> I hear that and I, I can do better, but I think at the end of the day for me, I'm just very simple in she that way. She was very and, passionate and, about it. But I'm very simple and transparent in that way and direct and just that like, if you are adding zero value to me in this conversation and you're just small talking or talking about something and like, you really go way too far in it. Like I'm going to just zone out, just my natural thing. <laughs> I don't mean to actually cause any harm by it, but it's just me like kind of walking and listening in my truth of like, this is beyond what I can even keep paying attention to. So my eyes just glaze over. <laughs> I, I kind of snap back into it. Usually when Sandy like pinches me or something, I'm like, 
Oh, yeah. I was just in that that zone for like two minutes. I don't even know what just happened. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Sandy um, always knows when it's happening too because she like redirects the conversation. <laughs> or I'll make I'll ask a question or say something that I know will make you get engaged and fired yeah, oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'll give me an opportunity to talk. Yeah, because I'm trying to not make you look bad. Yeah, and it's not just about me talking. If you're talking to me about something like really deep or really cool, like I'm fascinated. If you're just talking at me about and repeating, small talk, that was the thing. It was repeated, repeated. Like I was, it was like a broken record. Don't and lie, it was a very boring subject. It was extremely. Yes. But very interesting, though, too, like in the sense of like, I've never heard of anything like that. Yeah. So the first two minutes were cool. And then the last 20 were pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get back to what yeah, we were Yeah, time and alignment, about. time and alignment, That, ta- that time alignment. was not in alignment. And afterwards, we were like, whew, we feel drained. Like that was. Yeah, this, that's why it drains yeah. me. That's why I zone out. I can't get drained. I got to protect my energy. Totally. We all have to protect our energy. So are you protecting your energy? Are you being mindful of how you spend your time? Listen, when it comes to alignment. We all know what it feels like to be aligned. You know, when you feel on fire and you're like, I feel good. Do you remember the last time that was? Like, has it been a while? Or are you in that state? If you're in that state, freaking stay in that state. When was the last time you felt like that? When you feel like that, keep doing what you're doing. What did you do that day? What did you do the night before? What are you listening to? What are you reading? Who are you hanging out with? Observe. What are you allowing into your precious circle? Because that shit, whatever it is, is making you feel aligned. That's a really good point because those moments of where we're just totally on fire are fleeting. It would be really cool if we were on fire every day of our whole life, but it's just not the way of the world. So acknowledge when you're on fire. Like it is so obvious when Sandy's on fire and it's the best thing in the world. And momentum is currency. Use it. Use your own fuel to keep fueling your fire and just acknowledge it and be like, you know what? I'm on fire and I'm going to use this time and this period to just go. I'm going after everything they said I couldn't have and I'm just going to do it. And fire doesn't usually come from the outside. If we're being honest, it comes from within. You got to stoke that flame and that fire. But what I've even seen with you is sometimes like when Sandy dials in, when you dial in, like you're on our our 30 day nutrition program or whatever, like, and she's on fire. She is like this next level. And I'm not saying just that. That's just one, the last time I noticed. And it's just like, she just compounds it. Because she's like, I'm going to take advantage of this. I'm going. I'm doing it all. I'm doing everything. And we're kind of generally in that phase right now. That uh, reminds me, I need to redial back in like 100% because- that, By the way, that wasn't post- me suggesting that. No, no, no. I okay. know that. But like um, postpartum, I was feeling so shitty. Like week eight, week nine, week 10 postpartum. I'm just like, oh my God. Like honestly, like I'm like, what, what- what's my life going to be like now? Like my whole life revolves around breastfeeding and 24 seven, I'm responsible for a human being that doesn't seem to love me back at all yet. Like (laughs) I I know, but like, it was just a really vulnerable, scary time. And I was like, what can I do to feel freaking better? And I was like, the last time I felt so good was when I dialed that in. So I remember day three of that program. Oh my God. I was like, babe, I'm so happy. I feel so good. Like I do not remember the time I, the last time I felt this good. I remember. I I was so happy to see you so happy. Babe, I love my life. Like I'm, I'm so just proud of who I am. And I just, you know, I'm showing up the best way I can. And I was just like, 
or flirting you were like, on I'm it. back. Yeah, I'm back. I, I literally was like, I'm going to be okay. Like, yeah. I'm going to be okay. But it was like, whoa, all it took to get back into feeling aligned was three days of me not eating beef stew at three in the morning, breastfeeding because <laughs> I was starving and like. And crackers and all the things. Yeah. Totally. Like I had to stop like the snacky snack and not moving and eating too much. I had to like really dial it in and be like, okay, I'm not moving much right now. I'm still healing, but what can I, what's one thing I can control? And for me at that time, it was my nutrition. And when I really did that, holy shit, everything changed. And you stoked that initial flame and then you're kind of, your body, your soul, your mind, everything took it and ran with it. And then you, and then you're like, whoa, I am on fire. And then you, you just compounded it. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Okay. Get into aligned action. We want to hear from you. What makes you feel aligned? What makes you feel on fire? Share with us, tag us. Who needs to hear this episode? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for always listening, for always sharing, for being you, for being part of the Getting Magnetic fam. If you have not given us a rating or a review or shared an episode with a friend recently, what are you doing? Get on it. Please, please, please. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic. 